1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: It's Odds on Sports on the Fan with your host, John Jastrzemski, JJ After Dark. Let's get it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now time for a Wednesday edition of Odds on Sports right here on the Fan presented By our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of WFAN. And it's a big night, even though it's a very wacky NBA draft. Anytime you have a draft that's going on in the middle of November, I I mean, it's going to throw you for a loop. And the amazing thing about the draft and the amazing thing about, you know, the Twitter world and the Shams and the wojas and all the insiders... They have done a magnificent job in basically trying to shape what the odds look like. So, I have a bunch of these odds in front of me right now. And full disclosure, I really don't like many of them. Like, I'm going through the list right now. Whether it's the VIG that's too high, whether it's the number I don't like, whether it's the uncertainty of this draft. I go back to the NFL draft, and maybe it was because... We didn't have live sports for like seven or eight weeks. So, you know, me betting on Chua and Herbert and Andrew Thomas and uh, DeAndre Swift and like all those crazy draft props that we threw in. I felt like I was kidding a candy store, like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Let's throw a few on this. Let's throw a few on that. I don't feel that way at all about the NBA draft. So if you want to bet against Anthony Edwards, who right now appears to be the shoe in as the number one pick in the draft. You want to bet against that, you get him at a pretty good number. Because Edwards is minus 440 to go and be the first pick in the draft. You think he's going 2-3 and beyond, you get 3-1 to one odds. It seems like it's even more of a lock that James Wiseman out of Memphis is going to go in the top two because under 2.5, you got to lay minus minus five. Hundred, I mean, what a crazy wild number that is. Minus 500 for Wiseman over under at two and a half. Well, Melo Ball, who a lot of people believed was going to be the number one pick in this draft. Not only do I believe that's not going to be the case, the odds indicate he's going three or later. Because over two and a half for Lamelo Ball is at minus 250. Under two and a half, you're getting two to one odds basically at plus 180. The guy who is starting to generate a lot of steam, and he's generating steam from a Knicks standpoint as they made their trade earlier in the day, and the talk is the Knicks moving up a couple of spots in the back half of the first round is for them potentially to go and get a guy of this magnitude, Obi Toppin, who I guarantee you would have been a star and a household name of the NCAA tournament With the year he was having at Dayton. That all went out the window when COVID-19 struck back in the middle of March. Obi Toppin right now is getting a whole lot of steam. And is getting a whole lot of juice to go under 5.5. Total is at minus 230 currently as we speak. Is that the target the Knicks want to go get? We'll get to that in a minute. Halliburton, who we've heard so much about out of Iowa State. Kind of a guy... Could do it all, could shoot the ball. He's super athletic. I don't think the Knicks are going to find a way to get him unless they're trading up because that total is at seven and a half. The other interesting total that I have in front of me is Cole Anthony. And if there's one of these particular draft props I'd get involved with tonight, I think Cole Anthony will go under 18 and a half because I think there will be a team, Carolina background. Pedigree in the family with his father, had some monster, monster games at Carolina, despite some of the questions about his athleticism. I'm seeing that prop total right now at 18 and a half for Cole Anthony. I like the under there. But this is a draft that, for me, you're doing a whole lot of throwing darts, flipping coins, you name it. And it's a tough draft to be Italian evaluator, because it's not your normal run-of-the-mill type of activity. So, I'm looking right now at the updated New York Knickerbocker first pick odds. Meaning, who would the Knicks end up taking with their first pick? OB Toppin has moved to the front of the list. He's the favorite at plus 125. So, uh, uh, apparently, and this is coming from AG, a lot of people out there believing that the Knicks are going to make a trade for Toppin out of Dayton. Halliburton is 2 at plus 450. Okoro is at plus 600. Hayes at 600. Vassal, who I like, by the way, out of Florida State, is at plus 650. Lamello Ball at 750. So we will be live on the air as this draft is going on. It starts at 8 o'clock. Nick's probably going to pick, what, around 840, 830, right around that range. So we'll be dialed in. We'll give you a reaction as soon as we know who the play and who the pick. Is going to be now. I was doing some snooping around earlier in the day to see if some of these NFL lines have moved at all. And a bunch of these NFL lines, by the way, have been either taken off the board or have not been put in official, you know, type of terminology because of COVID stuff. Like, I'll give you an example the Chiefs and the Raiders. Apparently, Oakland's or Vegas. I mean, uh, I'll call them Oakland until the cows come home. All the Raiders defenders are like in the COVID protocol because close contacts. Odds are a good majority of those defenders will be fine. They'll be able to play. But as they go through the next couple of days, may not be able to show up at practice, may have to go through a lot of different variables and whatnot. So you're going up against Patrick Mahomes. You're going up against, you know, the best team in the NFL, I don't know if you're going to be getting six and a half or seven like you saw earlier in the week. I I think that line might get closer to eight, eight and a half. Why? Because it's a revenge spot for the Chiefs. Might be a bad spot for the Raiders. You need your full complement of defenders to have any chance, and you may not have much of a chance anyway with the way Mahomes and company are playing. Another interesting line that I think is going to surprise a lot of people, the... Shifting Green Bay and Indianapolis is kind of startling. Green Bay opened in that game as a look ahead line at minus two and a half. Now I'm looking at the line and with money pouring in on the Green Bay Packers. Now down at in Indianapolis, minus one and a half. Is that maybe some of the sharp community buying into what they saw from the Colts last Thursday night? I definitely think there's some of that. And I think there are a whole lot of people, like me, for example, who are still not totally sold on the Packers. They're the best team in the NFC North. But I think they're vulnerable and beatable, especially on the road.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better